all mediocre males. Women's sports is up for grabs. It's time to live your dream. The Kate Daly Show starts now. You guys are probably pretty tired, right? Nothing's riding on this except the uh, First Amendment, the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Then go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Welcome, Kay Daly Show. Oh, man, that was great with Dr. Lee Merritt. And um, I'll have her back soon. Trust me on that one. Working with some great guests coming on the show for next week. And also, um, I've got two great guests right now. I had to pre-tape the interview. So let me give that to you, this interview. I pre-taped it right before the show, actually, because of time constraints um, that these two guests had. But also, uh, after this segment, I am going to... um, What I'm going to do is um, take your calls about all the things we talked about with Lee Merritt, and uh, we'll talk about some of the some of the headlines going on. But here is the great Riley Gaines and uh, Phil Lyman running for governor of my state, and they are now kind of joined together in a mission on uh, on women's sports. Here you go. Um, And so we have the great Riley Gaines on with us. And you know, Riley, I feel like I don't need to tell the audience who you are. I mean, I'm going to, but I feel like people have heard your name. They understand um, you, your story, what you've been up against and, uh, and love you for this. Uh, What a brave girl. And um, welcome to the show. How are you? Well, I am great. Uh, thank you so much for having us on. Oh, you bet. And of course, I've got Phil Lyman, who is actually running for the governor of Utah. He's a representative, and he has done amazing things. And let me just tell you, you know where my trust levels are at with government. And he's one of the very, very few uh, that actually tells the truth and is fighting this fight with Riley Gaines, which I absolutely love. Um, he's teamed up with athletes and advocate advocates all over. And, and let me just tell you, they are making huge, huge strides. A new bill is coming forward. Welcome to the program. Of course, Phil Lyman, how are you? Doing great, Kate. It's always good to talk to you. It's Thank you for good. having us on. It's always good. I always love talking to you. Uh, so gubernatorial candidate, and uh, of course you're running, and so I cannot wait to talk to you about this bill as well. Riley, tell people your story. Tell people why you are advocating um, for for sports to remain, I can't believe I even have to say this in America today, for <laughs> girls to be able to compete against girls. So I was a college athlete myself. Mm-hmm. I was a swimmer for the University of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, accomplished some pretty incredible things throughout yes. my collegiate career. I uh, ended up proudly finishing uh, my Wildcat career as a 12-time NCAA All-American, uh, a five-time SEC champion, SEC record holder in the 200 Butterfly, uh, you know, SEC Scholar Athlete of the Year, SEC Community Service Leader of the Year, two-time Olympic trial qualifier. All that really to say it's impossible to put into words the amount of time and the dedication that it takes to compete and be successful at the highest level. But my senior year um, was a little different than the rest of my collegiate years mm-hmm. because we were forced to compete against a man. And this is a six foot four man who competed three years previously on the men's team at University of Pennsylvania, ranking 462nd at best in the nation. Uh, of course, when competing against the men, to so then switching his senior year to the women's team and dominating the entire nation of women. And so Thomas and I, at our 2022 national championships, raced each other. Uh, mm-hmm. We dove in the, the water. We swam eight laps of freestyle. We touched the wall at the end. And we had tied 
meaning, of course, we went the exact same time down to the hundredth of a second. But really what thrusted me over the edge into to no longer being willing to lie mm. about how we felt as female athletes sure. and, and really no longer willing to cower, because truthfully, I was cowering up until this point. Uh, upon tying, we get out of the water and we go behind the awards podium where the NCAA official looks at both Thomas and myself and says, great job, you two. Uh, but you tied, and we only have one trophy, so we're going to give the trophy to Leah. Sorry, Riley, you don't get one. Wow. Uh, in this moment, I was so taken aback, naturally. You know, this was everything that Title IX was passed to prevent from happening. Right. Uh, and when I asked the question of why, you know, why are you adamant on giving this trophy to a man in the women's 200 freestyle, they looked at me, these NCAA officials, and they said, we've been advised that when photos are being taken – it's crucial that the trophy is in Thomas's hands. Again, you can pose with this one, but you have to give yours back. What? You go home empty-handed. Leah takes the trophy home. End of story. Wow. So that was all I needed to hear. I mean, they had reduced everything we had worked our entire lives for down to a photo op to validate the feelings and the identity of a male at the expense of our own. Jeez. Wow. I can't even imagine how that would have felt after all the hours of training, all the accomplishments, everything, your whole life put into this. I just can't even imagine that feeling. I don't think anyone can to have it wrong. Yeah, like it's that. Um, a feeling of really betrayal, not to mention the locker room aspect, which is a, a totally different feeling, but a right. feeling of violation Yeah, and a feeling, I mean, it's really traumatic, honestly, and not even traumatic because of what we were forced to see or how we were forcibly exploited. Yeah, I think it was traumatic for me to know just how easy it was for those people who created these policies to totally dismiss our rights to privacy without even a second thought, really. Jeez. Oh, I, so how is it? Thank you for standing up for this. Thank you for being a voice for women everywhere and this incredible insanity that's going on in our country right now. Because without voices like yours, Riley, we can't we can't do anything really about this and bring this kind of attention. What's going on now? How has it progressed? Where are we at now with this fight? The progression has really been monumental. Uh, there's a lot of traction. There's a lot of momentum. And that's in large part thanks to people like Representative Lyman who are mm. willing to do something about it, who are willing to take action. Um, so now 23 states have passed some sort of fairness in women's sports bill. Hopefully Ohio will become the 24th. Uh, Governor DeWine just vetoed the SAFE Act, HB 68, which would do just that, keep men out of women's sports. Right. A Republican governor, which I just think is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the House just voted to override his veto, and now it will go to the Senate, and they will vote on January 24th. Mm -hmm. uh, so hopefully Ohio will become the 24th state to do Good. to do this. Um, but lots of lots of traction. You know, I think people are waking up and I certainly think the tide is turning. Yes. A year ago, even speaking for myself, you know, I wouldn't have felt as confident and as comfortable as I do speaking about this topic now. Um, people are parents, you know, mm -hmm. moms, especially mm -hmm. uh, they're understanding what's at stake here. And it's yeah. the protection and safety of their daughters. Uh, and I think there's as Again, speaking to my own experience, there's nothing scarier than a mad mama bear. And I think a lot of those <laughs> yep. have been woken up. Me too. Me too. I'm so, I'm just so proud of you. I really am. I really am. I envy you. I think that you're doing monumental things. Now you teamed up. Why was it important to team up with Phil Lyman, who's running for governor? Well, like I said, he, he's really been spearheading this movement, not just mm -hmm. in the state of Utah, but, Utah, but really nationally. Right. Uh, we have seen very few leaders, as I just said, a Republican governor 
didn't even have yep. the courage and tenacity to stand up for children and for women. Uh, so we need strong leaders who are unapologetic, mm-hmm. first and foremost, which is something that certainly Representative Lyman is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just willing to defend the values yeah. and the principles that matter to, again, not just people in Utah, but right. really people across the nation, yes. despite their political affiliation. What we're seeing now, uh, especially in regards to the gender ideology movement, but I would say a lot of the cultural issues that seem to be plaguing this country is it extends beyond party lines. Mm. Um, it's kind of this, I think Sarah Huckabee Sanders said it perfectly when she was summarizing um, President Biden's State of the Union last year. And she mm. said, this is no longer right versus left. This is normal versus crazy. Wow. And I think, yeah. I think the general public is seeing that now. Oh, amen to that. And, uh, and Phil Lyman, you are bringing forth a bill, which I hope every state copycats because, you know, this show is listened to nationally. And I just hope this is giving a lot of people out there a lot of ideas uh, to work with people like Riley that are out there and outspoken and have lived through this. You're introducing a bill. Right. Yeah. And uh, actually borrowing language from Florida. So there is a movement across the United States of people, you know, saying uh, and basically my bill says that the boys can't use girls locker rooms and bathrooms and vice versa but to get into that you have to define what a boy is and what a girl is and that's the controversial part is that we say you know that there are two mm-hmm. genders and yeah. uh, and they and, and and those and that matters uh so so that's that's the that's the big controversy on, we live online. in america say, right <laughs> we still live in america well, yeah. i don't recognize yeah. it but go ahead yeah. sorry yeah can yeah. we can we start with the truth at least we start with that and um, I, I admire young people. Yeah, uh, I really do. I, I love their energy, and I admire especially young people who know what's going on. And that's uh, that's what that's what is so amazing, I guess, and, and inspiring yeah. about Riley is. Um, I've said before, she's the truth against which the lies crashed there because because she did stand up. And and Riley, I don't know if too many people know your your dad played professional football, right? <laughs> that he did. Nice, yes. nice. Um, so, so I mean, and I, and I, think, I put myself in his shoes, and I. Yeah. Anyway, what was his? What was his response to? I'm sorry, sorry, Kate. I shouldn't be asking. No, the question, I'm, I'm so. I yes, please. I wanted to please. tell a story about you know, kind of your dad's response. <laughs> I want well, to hear this. I um had to refrain my dad from going down on that pool deck and into that locker room yeah. and handling things in the matter and the manner that he would have wanted to. Uh, and if that would have happened, my dad would be in prison and I would have to be telling him <laughs> yes. hello behind bars. Oh, um, yeah. When I called him really and told him that we were, you know, sharing a locker room with this man, mm-hmm. he really did. He said, Riley, I'm coming down there uh, yeah. and I'm going to handle this. To which I had to say, Dad, we already have one man in the locker room. We don't need two. Uh, we'll be oh, fine. You. you know, I can I can handle this. I yes. got this. Yes. Uh, uh, but my dad gosh. had the response that I imagine a lot of dads would have at least should have yeah um he was i can't even put into words the amount of anger really that he had i i I, as a parent i can't even i i would probably be behind bars too i really would i think my i think and everybody can identify with you you guys have two events i want to mention um that are coming to the state of utah if you happen to live in utah and i really think you need to broaden this too by the way get the other people excited about changing the legislation making sure that legislation is enforced on this but uh it's uh january 18th and 19th right phil 
That's right. Yeah, 18th at the University of Utah, okay. 19th in St. George at uh, Utah Tech, formerly okay. known as Dixie State College. And um, yeah, excellent, excellent. I I really love this because I think that you're doing such an important thing. What do moms and dads? What do you say to people when they meet you, Riley? And what do people ask you? Well, to parents especially, my message is pretty simple: be willing to defend your daughters. We're seeing across this nation, uh, really stemming from the top, our leaders, the people who are leading this nation, we're seeing cowardice. I saw it yesterday. I went to the NCAA headquarters, or the NCAA convention out mm-hmm. in Phoenix and was able to confront some of the governing Oh, I was going to uh, ask you about that. About yes. the policies they have mm-hmm. in place, and they couldn't even look me in the eye. And the ones that did said, we agree with you, but we can't do anything about it. Our <sighs> hands are tied. That is, um, that's a you know lie. How frustrating. That's a <laughs> that lie. Is, so we need- oh, I love Riley Gaines, don't you? She's incredible. And Phil Lyman, be right back, Kate Daly Show. Here's some comments from you guys in working with Birch Gold, which I absolutely love. You've heard me talking about them on the air. There's a reason for that. I think there's a crucial time right now in which you have some choices to make, which you can shore up your IRAs and your um, accounts with gold, and it might not cost you a dime, which is awesome. Um, But here's one comment. This was my first time purchasing precious metal products. I did my due diligence and educated myself on how precious metals are priced and sold. I chose Birch Gold because of the very high marks on their business practices. It was the right choice for me to go with Birch. The whole transaction was smooth with no high pressure. Don't you just love that? I love that. Also, establishing my new IRA, filling it with products will provide me security against the waning U.S. dollar. The staff at Birch Gold honed their process of teaching how to inform potential clients of their services to very efficiently opening new accounts and providing expertise and assistance by selecting the appropriate PMs to purchase for their customers. I love that. There's so many great comments from you guys. High marks, definite high marks with Birch Gold. You love them. I'm so glad. By the way, get some help. Just text 989898. Text my name, Kate, and you'll get some free information. Please do that. Just text my name over while you're sitting there. Information is free. That's fantastic for you. Thanks, you guys. This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, I love it. You did a bad, bad thing. <laughs> Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. So glad that you're tuned in today. Wasn't she a great voice? I mean, when I'm thinking about that generation and you meet people like Riley Gaines, I just, you have to realize, I mean, there there are people that get it. There are these youngsters. I say youngsters like I'm some old person, but <laughs> maybe I am. Um, but they get it and they're speaking out. And without her speaking out and giving her experience of what that was like, um, then, you know, where do we go from there? We ha- You have to put forth uh, things that will make it so that they can't keep doing that. And they can't keep robbing these young girls. That's not fair. It's just not fair. Um, so, of course, I will take your call-ins uh, for the rest of the show. Open phone lines on Friday. Tell me what you've found out, something you've discovered. I'll tell you a little bit more about the uh, telegrapher disease that uh, Dr. Merritt brought up because it's kind of an interesting story. Forbes jumped on that. I'll talk about that. Make sure that you're texting Birch Gold, please. Um, 989898 is the phone number. And you just put in my name as the message. 
So just put in Kate, okay? And when you text that phone number of 989898, you'll get that free information. Um, the government came out with these forms, you know, to secure your um, your entities and things like this. And I'll talk more about that on Monday. But I think they're moving swifter than we think in giving us the digital dollar. And I think all it will take is one disaster, one something that happens, and all of a sudden we're looking at digital without ever realizing like it, it happened. And I, I, I say that because I, I honestly believe that, that you need to secure everything before anything happens. What if it got wiped off the ledger? What if your IRAs and your retirement was just wiped out? They've looted before. Look at the Great Depression. Like they, they looted on purpose. So please text 989898. Text my name, Kate, and get that info. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. So, Kate, um, I, I wish Dr. Merrick was still on. Maybe she's listening and she can respond at a mm-hmm. future interview. Sure. Um, she said both her husband and her son were, were engineers. Mm-hmm. I'm an engineer as well in, in training. Mm-hmm. Um, the question I have on the 5G stuff is that if that's really detrimental to those of us that they want to make it detrimental to, mm-hmm. how are they shielding themselves from it? Mm. I mean, it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So are they killing themselves along with killing us or killing everybody? I don't know. It makes me wonder how much the shots have in them because they've, made, they've tried so hard to make sure that we think our, our immune system is located in a vial with a needle. So it, it makes me wonder what sort of building upon process that they have been injecting us it with a long time. And the reason I say that is because you just made reference about how, are they, how do they protect themselves. Well, Bill Gates' kids never got those shots. These, these people don't ever get these shots that, that they tell everybody else to get. So is there something right. there? Okay, there could be, right? Because they don't get them. There's a reason they don't get them and believe their own shtick. So, of course, there has to be something there. Um, other than that, I don't know. I mean, I, that's the only thing I can think of um, right off the bat. But I, I'll, you know, I could, I could look into it more for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just that, you. you know, it just kind of ponders that. Yeah, it's kind of, of like if you want. I mean, if you're part of the elite group mm-hmm. trying to destroy as many humanity as right, possible because right. there's too many, too many rats on the planet yeah. they want to get rid of. I'm you know, you. what are you going to do to keep yourself from being destroyed? And that's Very the whole true. reason they eliminated bio-warfare mm-hmm. was, geez, well, how do we contain that once yeah. we release the genie? Yes, yes. I love your phone call. Thank you so much. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Great point. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You have about a minute. Yes. Hello, Kate. Hi there. I've enjoyed your shows for so long. Oh, um, and Lee Merritt's a favorite. Thank with you. the last caller stating how they're killing themselves along with us, isn't the same with the chemtrails? Yeah. The chemtrails are overkill lately. Right. Constantly all over our skies. True. And these people, did you see on Instagram mm-hmm. the pilots that yeah. are getting paid $10 a gallon? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I have. I have. And the yeah. planes and all that. And so... It's like, really? They're killing themselves and us for money? Yeah. Although and I, yeah, how, yeah, you're right. Although I don't know if they know what's in there. I think a lot of times they're told they're just cloud seeding for rain. Really? So mm-hmm. it's all lies. Mm-hmm. And so how do we, with the 5G and the chemtrails and all that, get rid of the toxins? What do we do? Yeah. Go to would, the medical would Lee rebel. medical rebel help that? Yes. The medical rebel.com. She's got a great protocol. Uh-huh. Yeah, she does. She'll tell you what yeah. she does too. So yes, okay. I appreciate it. And your phone I'm call. going to the beneath sheep's clothing tonight. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Yes. Looking forward to that. There's a big, huge, um, we got to go to a break, but there's a big, huge premiere of Beneath Sheep's Clothing. And I think you can also watch it online. And it's a new movie. Uh, James Lindsay, who I've had on the show, and Trevor Loudon um, will be there. And then also so many uh, great voices behind it. It's all about how communism comes in through all kinds of organizations. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've had a high energy level every day, and I've just been doing great. And I, I just feel like it's a, a definite advantage to take them. Let me just say one other thing. I mentioned to my doctor that I was taking Balance of Nature, and they said they were uh, very positive about that. And uh, they said that was really good. That's uh, a good product. And uh, so I've been very pleased. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. This week only, we're extending our special travel offer. Right now, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. Call 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KATE. This is the Kate Daly Show. I love beautiful music. Almost gets me a little teary whenever I hear these songs, too, because I just know how much we've lost. That's hard. That's hard. Uh, Welcome back. Of course, Balance of Nature, Get Balance of Nature, it has really immensely helped my family. And um, also Copper and Magnesium and Whole C from ActivateFIQ.com. So I take both, balanceofnature.com. I take that every day. And then um, that's 31 fruits and vegetables into some caplets, really easy to take. And then put in the code Kate, you'll get 35% off in free shipping. And then ActivateFIQ.com has copper and magnesium. And copper and magnesium, when you're taking those together too, copper is the big cleanser in your body and it'll cleanse a lot of this stuff out too. And copper was taken out of our food supply. And when you ask doctors about it because of their medical training, they go, oh, you could could OD on copper. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, you need to rethink that. Um, we all need copper desperately because it's the master mineral, tells the other minerals what to do. And we're all deficient in that. According to many of the doctors that I've had on the show, there, we're deficient and we're not able to cleanse the body as, as we should be. Okay. So people think, oh, it's this COVID blovid mess that there's a reason I keep getting sick and da-da. no, it's our, it's your immune system struggling is what it is. And that's what, it's just, it's so hard to, so go to activatefiq.com and put in the code Kate, be taking copper and magnesium together. I get my whole C there. I don't take absorbic acid. Don't take absorbic acid. Take the whole C. You need all of that. Um, You're really messing yourself up with absorbic acid because it's just not giving you what you think you're taking. Um, But get whole C from them. I love it. And cod liver oil that helps with thyroid too. Um, there's just so many good things out there and I've tried a lot of them. I've got drawers, drawer full because people send stuff to me, right? Cause I'm on the radio. Well, I'll tell you what works and what doesn't on the show. <laughs> so, um, okay. Um, let me, uh, let me go to the telegraphers paralysis. Okay. Because this happened and, um, let me tell you first 
what they talk about in 1875, okay? Telegraph clerk, this was from 1875, from what's called the graphic. It was a, a news source, okay? Telegraph clerks will hear the alarm of telegraphic uh, paralysis, a new, um, a new thing that so reported by a French physician to the academic des sciences. An employee who has in, been engaged in a telegraphic office for nine years found that he could not form clearly the letters U, represented by two dots and a stroke. Um, he said um, his hand became stiff and cramped, and then he endeavored to use his thumb alone, and this succeeded for two years. When his thumb was um, similarly attacked and subsequently tried the first and second fingers, but then uh, became disabled, um, forced himself to use his hands, his arms shook violently, and several excitement ensued. Okay, cerebral excitement in, ensued. And it appears that this disorder is very common amongst telegraphic clerks. Okay, telegraph clerks. This is <laughs> so if you know somebody that's had, you know, carpal tunnel is really what they were kind of trying to say it was. And that's what Forbes magazine came out in March of 2020 and tried to say that. Oh, that was carpal tunnel. And if you hear a conspiracy about electricity coming in and about how it alters us and how it changes things and makes people sick with unaccounted for diseases, don't mind them. Nothing there, folks. They even wrote, it doesn't take Dr. Fauci to know that conspiracy theories have always been predictable symptoms of pandemics. More than a century ago, the truthers of the day tried to blame a deadly influenza outbreak on similar technology uh, innovations. And they went on and on talking about how electric light was somehow responsible for global influenza outbreak in 1890. And then they talked about what they say was tell uh, it was carpal tunnel that the telegraph people had. Um. What's interesting, there is a book called The Invisible Rainbow, and I'll talk about that because it was fascinating and fascinating because there was no seasonal flu. There was no, they didn't have these things until we started in on the technology that we have now. Okay. And of course, spending a lot more time indoors around that technology. Does it weaken you? Okay. So when this 5G stuff came out, and by the way, when we started talking about COVID 2020, uh, February, I can actually bring up the shows. You can actually Google them where I talked about the fact that, look, these ships were the first COVID, right? You heard about the people on the cruise ships, right? Those particular ships that those people were on were the first 5G ships. Isn't that fascinating? Can there be a coincidence? The first 5G ships, they installed 5G. These were the first passengers to go on those ships. And voila, the whole 5G rollout on ships and otherwise, because you got all those 5G towers, because for some reason they sure didn't have a shortage of that. Shortage of toilet paper, but no shortage of putting up 5G towers everywhere. Okay. And so we were reporting on that. We were actually talking about, is this a case of 5G, of what happens to your body when you have too much, you know, of this type of um, uh, interference, okay, going on? And 
Of course people thought we were crazy. Of course. Oh, no. No, it's exactly what the government says on TV and the expert that gets paid on TV. (laughs) So, and they were poo-pooing it. So here, Forbes is doing the exact same thing. And this was in March, I think, of 2020. And they were talking about, um, you know, Oh no, more than a century ago, telegraph poles and other mysterious causes were blamed for, for influenza. And they were really mocking people for even bringing this up completely. Oh, don't look there. <laughs> when there really is, if you read The Invisible Rainbow, has nothing to do with rainbows and LGBT, by the way. Invisible Rainbow is about the um, technology innovations throughout time and then what happened to us. And There's a section in Invisible Rainbow that talks about chronic electrical illness. From the end of the 19th century onwards, urban landscapes were transformed by the installation of telegraph lines through the industrialized countries. Technology used voltages uh, of of the order of 80 volts or a single conductor with the return uh, current being earthed. And that period saw the emergence of the first stray currents right? To which living beings were exposed. We were exposed at that time. And they saw the appearances of diseases of of civilization, right? Which afflicted Frank Lloyd Wright and Theodore Roosevelt, okay? And that there were all kinds of things, the same sensitivity to electricity were causing a lot of different problems. Now, Dr. Lee Merritt was kind of alluding to all of this. Um, She didn't have time to explore that. And I'll have her back really soon. And I'll have her back so you can ask her questions, too. But uh, this goes on to talk about Sigmund Freud, which I can do a whole background on the truth about Sigmund Freud. He was marketed to us. He wrote an article whose effect was disastrous for all the unfortunates who suffered from telegraphic sickness, right? Microwave syndrome, EHS, rather than seeing the external cause. Okay. He attributed the symptoms to disordered thoughts or poorly controlled emotions. And as a result, today, millions of citizens affected by electronic smog are being medicated instead of reducing their exposure to all of those kinds of pollutants. Okay. And, um, of course, I'm now, you know, I want to do a whole background on Sigmund because Sigmund Freud was a nobody. He was a nothing. His uh, nephew was Eddie Bernays, the guy that remember the bacon and eggs, selling you bacon and eggs and taking the bot scientists to do that, to helping those industries sell more food on a lie that it was healthier for you to have a big breakfast. That was his nephew. Um, He turned to him to become the newly marketed commodity of psychiatrist. And everybody refers to this guy. He's a total hack. But everybody and, and a new world order guy. But everybody refers to this guy as the the psychiatrist. So not true. Couldn't be further from the truth. Total new world order guy. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Oh, so much to say. So little time to do it. You'd think two hours a day would be enough, right? 
it's not even close. I could, I could do 12 hours a day. Seriously. It's that much information. It's that much that we don't know. And I'm happy to do it. I am. Um, so there's a lot to be said about this. And I, I wanted to, um, talk about, uh, 1904. Okay. On the same conversation. Um, 1904, bees began to die on the Isle of, of Wight, and this was um, out of England, okay? The Isle of, of Wight, following an installation of radio transmitters, okay, by Marconi. These transmitters work at frequencies close to megahertz levels, and on the other side of the channel, uh, D'Arsenabal, um showed that sharp and hooked uh, electromagnetic signals are far more toxic than uh, sinusoidal signals. So the truth was that after a year and a half of experimenting with radio transmitters in full health at the age of 22, Marconi began to develop fevers. And these attacks continued for the rest of his life. And in 1904, while working on setting up transmitter, powerful enough for transatlantic communications, these fevers became so intense that they were thought to be malaria. Hmm. Think about that. Think about that. And you wonder, you know, remember the scientist and I played some, uh, some clips from her. She actually graduated from the Institute of Virology in London. And she said malaria was actually a vitamin B deficiency. So is this combined with that? Could be, but people think malaria, they just say malaria. Do you know what I mean? They don't really look at causation. Okay. And you have to think there's so many mysteries. MS is a mystery. Everything's a mystery. Oh, the doctors just don't know. And I don't buy that. I don't think there's a not knowing. I really don't. Um, In 1905, this guy married Beatrice O'Brien. And after their honeymoon, they settled on the island close to a transmitter. And as soon as Beatrice had settled in, she began to complain of um, tinnitus ringing in her ears. And after three months, she fell ill with severe jaundice. She had to return to London Um, to give birth to a baby who only lived for a few weeks and died of unknown causes. And during the same period, Marconi spent several months suffering from fever and delirium. Between uh, 1918 and 1921, he suffered suicidal depression while working on shortwave transmitters. And in 1927, while he was on his honeymoon from his second marriage, he collapsed with chest pain and was diagnosed with serious cardiac disorders. Between 1934 and 1937, while he was developing microwave technology, he had nine heart attacks, the final one killing him at the age of 63. On the same island, Queen Victoria suffered cerebral hemorrhages and died on the evening of January 22nd, 1901, just as Marconi was putting in a new transmitter into operation 13 miles away. Isn't that fascinating? In 1901, there were only two transmitters, while in 1904, there were four, making this island the most irritated place on the planet, leaving bees no room for survival. In 1906, a survey revealed that 90% of the bees had completely disappeared for no apparent reason, and new colonies were brought to the island, but likewise died within a week. The epidemic spread across England and then across the Western world and then gradually stabilized until the armies equipped themselves with various high-powered radio transmitters towards the end of the First World War, triggering, as we've seen, the Spanish flu pandemic. I think there was a lot to do, too, with the experiments of the vaccines on the soldiers at that time. 
They, the bad guys, they, the group, also the deep state, also knew that, um, knew well enough that they were going to be that sick from what they were doing to them that they took out life insurance policies worth over $4,000 at the time was a lot of money. The families never really realized at the time, for the most part, that they even had these life insurance policies, by the way. Government collecting on them. True story. Um... In 1918, while actually began in the United States, Naval Radio College in Cambridge, uh, in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with 400 initial cases and the epidemic, they said, from the flu, right, which wasn't contagious at all. They tried masking and the doctors at that time came out and said, this is ridiculous. Why are we masking? This was in 1918. This is this is asinine. <laughs> you don't. It's not contagious. This is why all, if it was contagious, all doctors would be gone because most doctors deal with sick people and they would be getting everything. Okay. This is why your husband or wife can get sick and you don't get sick and the rest of the family doesn't get sick. We weren't built that way. And I don't think there's anything that has that level of contagion. Okay. My husband had a severe form of pneumonia. I didn't get it. I was in the same bed with him. I didn't get it. Okay. So we have to start realizing with common sense that there can be a lot of external issues going on. And in the book, Invisible Rainbow, which I recommend to you, they called it the irritable heart. In 1980, they said cardiac arrest in young adults, young athletes, young athletes was very rare with only nine cases a year. Okay, steadily increased by 10% until 1996, when the rate suddenly doubled to 64 cases, rising to 66 in the following year, 76 in the last year of the study. The American medical community could find no explanation for this, while in Europe 2002, German environmental physicians launched an appeal calling for a moratorium on antennas and cell towers as the waves they were emitting were causing cardiovascular disorders. Maybe it has nothing to do with the shots. Maybe it's all 5G. You never know. It's got to be one or the other, though, because you see the increase in cancers and heart attacks and heart attacks in our youth. Look at what's changed. One of the biggest things that's changed is the level of electricity that we're around, okay? And, of course, these kinds of waves coming into us all the time. We sleep in rooms with heavily congested TVs and our phones and, and everything else, right? Studies showing, showing cholesterol dating back to the 20th century did not show that cholesterol levels correlated with a higher risk of heart disease. I mean, I could go on and on. There's so much here. You would learn a lot from that book, The Invisible Rainbow. So I will recommend that to you because if you start really looking at the data and when the numbers went up, it's like um, autism. The numbers started going up in 95 and that's when they started spraying glyphosate two and three times on the crop, right? At all stages of the growing period on the crops. And that mixed with all of the metals in the body, I do believe, my opinion, that that is what was causing autism. So when those kids were getting those certain shots with a lot of metals in them, all of a sudden autism was exploding like never before. Okay. There's always causation. Polio came from the DDT spraying. It was the symptoms of being sprayed the DDT and consuming that, not, not the uh, 
polio. Polio just doesn't go up, right? There's always causation. Polio symptoms just didn't come. Okay. Um, be faithful, be fearless. I'll see you back here on Monday. Thanks for tuning in.